0: Join Dennis Seagrave for Den at Ten Hello again Well I was going to start off today like I have done for the last couple of weeks Talking about the weather we've had this winter Now the forecasters have been telling us for weeks around here We're going to have a real downfall of snow Smothered in ice and it'll be around for a while well we've still not had it here, I know different parts of the country have had it, but it's not got here. They've told us that this weekend there's a 500 mile wide band of snow and gale force winds going to sweep the country and cause untold disruption. Not here it hasn't, although. Looking out of the window, I can just see the odd flake of snow blowing in the wind. And the wind has picked up a bit, I'll be honest. It is getting a bit stronger, but nothing yet. I think the annoying thing about all this is they keep telling us we're going to have the beast from the east number two. Okay, a couple of years or so ago we did have a nasty snowfall and a storm that They did decide to call the beast from the east. But why say this one is the beast from the east too? Every storm that comes in, we give it a different name. Each one starting with the next letter of the alphabet along the sequence during the course of the year. So why have we not called this by a different name? Why have we stuck with what happened years ago? I suppose the same thing applies now. It must be nearly 50 years ago, 48, 49 years ago, when the premises were raided at Watergate under Richard Nixon, a big political scandal. And for the last 49 years, every time anything has happened anywhere, the journalists have used a noun associated with that incident and put gate on the end of it thinking they're being very clever come on lads give us a different chance give us a different name let's have something original something new not using a worn out system but there again that's how things have always been. A new star comes on the scene, a new actor, and there clusters the new Richard Burton. A new singer comes on the scene. And there clusters, I dunno, the new Gary Barlow. Surely these rising personalities, these future stars for want of a better word deserve to be known as the first whatever they are not compared to somebody else made as though they're just a cheap imitation of somebody else anyway rant over i didn't mean to go along that line but uh, i just got carried away with myself now over the last couple of weeks I've mentioned playing playing bowls. Crown green bowls mainly. I have played the odd game of flat green but uh, not very often. Now all of this started, I was only about 14 I think when I first picked up a set of woods and started playing bowls. A pal of mine from grammar school had he'd lived at the top end of the village and he moved house and lived only just across the road from us, across the A38. He was one of the first houses in the main street. But it was quite a big house, as his parents had bought. very big back garden. <laughs> I spent a weekend trying to lay concrete paths with him around it at one stage. but that's another story. But in the midst of all this, there was a huge lawn that at some time or other had been turned into a bit of a bowling green. It was that big. So his dad had worked on it and got it back into the, the state of a bowling green, carefully mowed all the grass and tended it. And then one day my pal said, uh, why don't you come across? Me, my brother and my dad, and then you can make up a foursome. We can have a game of pears at bowls. I thought, well, I'll give it a try. I've never played it. I know when we were on holiday, my dad was always interested. He'd sit at the bowling greens at the Seaside resorts and sit and watch matches being played there and talk to me about it. Tell me what was going on. So I knew the basics. Anyway, I went across and we had a great time. And for quite a while afterwards, when I got a few minutes to spare and my pal was free, we'd meet up and have a game of bowls. Everybody thinks it's an old man's game, but uh, I can assure you it isn't, having played it at different places for many years now there are a heck of a lot of youngsters playing and playing well. But at that time we, we played along and we enjoyed ourselves. Now this dad's dad was a prominent player in the local village team. So he said, why don't we take the woods and go up to the village green and have a play up there. It's a more tended, faster green than this one. Let's go up and try that. Well, they just recently mown the green the first time I went up there, and being a still a very much a novice, I had a job to keep the woods on the green, never mind bowl anywhere near the jack. But I persisted, I carried on, and we kept going up regularly. Then for that Christmas, my mother bought me a setting my own woods to play with. Still got them, I still use them. Fifty years later, I've still got the same woods. Still playing. little battle-scarred now, but they're still all right. Anyway, we started going up there and got to know a lot of the, the fellas that played up there, played against them, played with them. It was a friendly club, social. We just went for the fun of it and played for the fun of it. Met up there, got there, the first two there, formed one match. Two more came, they'd make a foursome and so it went on. We played and we did things together, enjoyed it. Now they didn't play in any league or any set format but there were a lot of local clubs around the area that we played friendlies with at weekends. So my pal and myself formed a a doubles team. We play doubles against the visitors. Now, I don't blow my own trumpet very often or brag about what I do or how good I've been, but we got fairly good at it as a partnership. We got a bit notorious amongst the visiting sides as how we played and what we did. To be fair, if we were struggling against a visiting side we managed to get the jack and moved across to a different part of the green because on the one side The green used to be a tennis court and they'd extended it to turn it into a bowling green so they'd made it wider and where it was joined from the new to the old forever afterwards was a slight dip and if you knew what you were doing there instead of the woods going in a curve around the crown of the green like they're supposed to, they would slowly zigzag from side to side along this, what I can only call a gully. Now my pal and I had got it off to perfection how to play along there. So if we were struggling a bit or lacking a bit of confidence, we managed to get uh, get the play onto that side of the green and play up and down that bit. It was a long-established green, was that. It was in an area where we got the churchyard on one side of us, then a hedge and the towpath and canal on the other. Took neatly away. I think it actually belonged to the church. I think it was part of the original grounds to the the vicarage or something like that. But we, we had it for very much a peppercorn rent as they call it just a few shillings a year to, to take it on but it had got a makeshift bit of a toilet at one end it had got the the hut where we kept all the equipment and the mowing machine and everything at the other spare wood spare jacks there was a big roller stationed at one end of the green for rolling it pre-season We had a bit of trouble with the one side of the green, from the green to the hedge next to the canal, it was a bit of a rough bank, tended to get a bit overgrown. From there around the far end of the green towards the little gateway that took you into the churchyard, strange little affair, you could go through this little gate, you could turn left into the main churchyard or turn right onto the canal side. there was a, a footbridge took you over the canal and down an alleyway and you were in the main street in the village but we had a bit of trouble keeping this bank nice and tidy and clear so at one of the club meetings we suggested that if we'd killed it and took it all back we could dig it a bit and plant some better stuff in it make a bit of a feature of it rather than just an untidy mess of overgrown weeds so the groundsman said it's alright yeah, yeah, I'll get the stuff together and I'll weed kill it which he promised to do the next weekend as it was dry and the right weather conditions to do it he would weed kill this area well he did it I'll give him his due we went there and we'd not been for a few days but we went and we parked up as we usually do opposite the old school and then walked along the canal side and into the into the green where we immediately burst out laughing the groundsman bless him had been round and done all his weed killing He'd obviously started nearest the hut then worked his way along with his sprayer and along to the area by the gate into the churchyard at the far end. Unfortunately from that point he'd walked back to the Bowls hut across the green. When we got there a few years later, a few weeks later there were brown patches of dead grass on the green to the exact shape of his boots, all the way across the green and back to the bowl shot. Happy memories of those days. While I was still playing there I started work and after a couple of years there, one of the officers at the council, the city council, came to see me. He said, You play bowls, don't you? Yeah, yeah, why? Well, every year there's a challenge match between the city bowls club and the mayor and corporations. Yeah. Would you turn out and play for the mayor? He wants some players to play for him. Now I didn't know at the time, but one of the guys from the air as used to live in the area, big Posh Bigwig, was named I think it was Colonel, was his rank, Swinfon Brune. Lived at Swinfon Hall. Donated many things to the city big benefactor, I think it was through him as they got the main Beacon Park and the museum grounds in the t- in the city well they said would I play for the Mayor so I said yeah, ok and they got this big silver cup there the Swimfin Broom Cup they decided they'd play it as doubles so the town clerk grabbed hold to me he says you play a bit don't you he says I have done, he says right you can partner me so we played the match on the green next to the museum in the corner of Beacon Park there. Lovely museum grounds, lovely area, lovely lovely bowling green. And uh, the town clerk and myself won. Won our match. But when I looked at the score sheet, The town clerk and I were the only ones that did win from the mayor's team. We got totally thrashed. We were the only two to win. They never asked me again. Actually, there's a story attached to the museum grounds. In the middle of it all is a statue to uh, Edward, Edward Smith, the captain of the Titanic. Why, you ask, is there a statue of the Captain of the Titanic in the museum grounds at Litchfield? Well, apparently this statue was commissioned for Hanley, near Stoke, where Smith came from. So it was duly built. I think actually it was the widow to Captain Scott of the Antarctic who sculpted it, had it all done. Now It was all done through the auspices of a set of architects, I think it was Bridgman's in Lichfield, And it was all set to go, but when he, when he sunk the ship on its first outing, Hanley said they didn't want the statue so it was left in the yard where it had been made. Now Bridgman at the time was Mayor of Lichfield and he had this statue on his hands that nobody wanted, nobody nobody knew what to do with it. So he donated it to the city. And there it stands in the museum grounds, the captain of the Titanic. In fact, one year we had some very heavy rain, and the museum grounds flooded. And there was this statue surrounded by sheets and sheets of water. A photo of which went into the local paper with the headline, He's done it again, which I didn't think was very fair. Anyway, not long after that, I, I left Lichfield. Moved away. I hadn't played for quite a few years at bowls. I'd moved up, got myself a new job, got a new house and place to live further north into Derbyshire. Then one night I was Playing in the quiz league like I normally do, and one of the players, as I knew quite well, said, You play bowls? I said, Yeah, this is what well, come and join us. We could do with some more players. And I ended up for a couple of years playing for a local miners' welfare team. Now, unlike the Oriwas one, they were ...more inclined to play in a league on a Saturday. So for a couple of years I played... ...singles for a change in the league. Met up occasionally as well for a bit of... ...friendly at night. I played that for a couple of years... ...and was was enjoying myself really. But... ...as my children got a bit older... ...and wanted to go out and do things... It got that I didn't want to spend my Saturdays playing bowls. I wanted to go off and enjoy my kids while they were young enough to enjoy it all together. So after a couple of years there, I I drifted off and and left bowls behind again. Quite a few years later, I. After Elaine and myself got together, I started looking round and thinking, hmm, what is there in the local area here? And I found a bowls club there in Belper. So I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give this a try. And I joined there. But they were totally interested in playing in the local leagues. All singles matches in the leagues. Unfortunately, it was a case of Saturdays, Mondays, Wednesdays. And I played for a couple of years, but such was the membership at that time, they hadn't got really enough members to cover all the different leagues they wanted to enter. So I ended up, I was playing on a Saturday, a Monday, a Wednesday. And although we went to some interesting places and played at some interesting grounds, including one down at Staple, as I'd known many years before. It got too much to be out so often doing these things. So in the end, I, I gave that up as well. I thought, no, I've, I've had enough of this. It's It's too demanding. They want too much out of it. I've still got the woods, I've still got the, the stuff there. For a little while where he used to work, my lad had got uh, a mate there that played bowls. And a couple of times we met up, my lad borrowed a pair of my woods. The other lad and his dad played against us and we, we, had, a, we had some good times. Only three or four times, but we, we enjoyed it, it was good. Whether I'll get back to it or not, I don't know. But one time of day it was quite easy to go and hire a pitch for an hour and have a game of bowls. Quite regularly on the seafronts on holidays you'd see people hiring a tennis court for an hour or a bowling green for an hour. I've done it before now, enjoyed it. I said earlier I'd not played much on the flat green but while I was working I'd, I played, I played a, a crown green game out, so, outdoors, an interdepartmental game bit of a competition, tournament we actually won that, I was quite surprised with myself but we won the outdoor one four of us from a department made up a team for three or four years as well we had an indoor one on a indoor carpet at one of the local leisure centres we didn't do very well the first time but after a couple of years I got used to the idea of that sort of green and on the third year we weren't doing too badly In the one end when we were bowling at the jack we cleared the green knocked the jack off the green and in the rules that we were playing we didn't re-spot it if we knocked the jack off the green that was it it killed the end and we started again well on this particular one I'd Knocked the jack off as a safety shot to stop the others, stop the opponents. And the organiser of the tournament was walking up the side of the green at the time. And he picked the jack up out of the ditch, put it back on the green and says, oh, come on, play to that, it's not, not serious. So we did and we lost that end by one point Or when it came to the end of the tournament and they added up the different scores we'd lost the tournament by one point we would have won if we'd have scrapped that end we would have won the tournament I wasn't very pleased. We could have had another trophy on the on the sideboard. I've not been really prolific at sports. I've not been a, a champion at many things. I've enjoyed my various sports, but I have got trophies for a few things. Five-a-side football, badminton, bowls... So I'm pleased with what I've done. Anyway, I think I've bored you long enough for this week. Let's hope we don't get too snowed in and things start to brighten up. Let's hope that this vaccination system works and we should get, get back to normal in being able to get out and about and do things. So many things I wanted to do this year that I can't successfully plan yet. Want to start planning where to go with the caravan and do things. It'll come. Chin up. We'll be right. As they say around here, it'll be right. Anyway, I'll leave it at that for this week. Talk to you again soon. Tell for now.